What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. Well, how you doing, man? Hey, Steve. Doing pretty well over here. It's uh, Monday evening. It's always good to have that first day of the work week in the books. Yeah, that's for sure. And uh, a busy week. We had to get this one recorded a little bit earlier than we typically do. Um, which is nice for me because that gives me plenty of time to edit as yeah. <laughs> the rest of the week. A lot of flexibility. Yeah, I'm sure it makes it a little bit easier for you. Gives you more time if you you know can piecemeal it. You don't have to do it all in one shot if you really need to spread it out. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what I'll be editing today is going to be a dynasty startup. We were saying before the show, it's it's been a while since either of us have done one, and uh, we're it feels kind of weird going into it. Not sure what we're really going to be doing here, right? Yeah. I was just looking at kind of the ADP where people fall and trying to figure out kind of what I want to do as we go along. Uh, I know, you know, we've kind of bounced around in the, the mindset of, you know, your, your valuable players, like the running backs, but then, you know, they don't have as long a shelf life. And we typically try to build around the receiving core that you, you know, confident you're going to be able to use for, multiple years but it, it was this that's the nice thing about a startup there's just so many different strategies going on that you know multiple people could come away from it happy with their draft but drafting for very different things yeah absolutely i think the one thing you never want to do is uh you never want to draft for like three years out mm-hmm. right like draft to compete now uh because that the three years out becomes three years out every single year you're you're always two or three years out and it just never comes yeah yeah it keeps pushing um, it back yeah no i mean the draft could fall a certain way where you kind of get pushed in that position if you you know you take too many risks or something but you never really want to go in with that um but yeah it's gonna be interesting so i'm drafting out the the three spot and i have a target in mind already do you think they're gonna be like there through i think so um because it's not one of the big running backs okay and I think that's what's going to help me out there. But uh, we'll see. I'm more curious as to what you're going to do back in the 108 and who gets to you. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It looks like the ADP has seven running backs going and then the first couple receivers. So I was looking at it and, and kind of just anticipating getting one of the top receivers and then seeing what running backs would get back to me in the next round to try to see about striking a balance. Because I feel like we've usually gone all one way or all the other way. Um, so I almost want to see what it'd be like to kind of strike a nice balance. Yeah, that's fine. I don't think I'm going to go in with any particular like thought, like whether I'm going to go the normal kind of wide receiver heavy or balanced or running back heavy. I mean, clearly I just said I'm not taking a running back. At the first place. <laughs> I'm not doing running back heavy. Um, but yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. We'll see. Um, yeah. Got to be fluid. Got to be flexible. Yeah. Uh, we have no defined stopping point. Really? Uh, we got 28 rounds here. We, I highly doubt we'll make it 28 rounds, but um, you know, we're just going to go until we get to the hour mark and uh, we'll see where we end up. Does that sound good? Works for me. Cool. Uh, before we get started, as always, give us a follow on Twitter at trust your board, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and uh, you can follow us on Twitter. If you'd like to follow along with the draft board, uh, Twitter handles just trust your board as well. Let's go ahead and get the ball rolling here. Will and see what does get to me. So Saquon and CMC coming off the board first. I don't think there's any real surprise with either of those two picks. Are you surprised? At no, all? I, I know the ADP has Barkley a little lower, but I 
probably would think about those two as the best value uh, when it comes to talent. I mean, you got your Dalvin Cook, Kamara, maybe a little riskier with the uncertainty at quarterback, Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, but I think those two make the most sense. I'm actually um, starting to doubt my strategy a little bit. Yeah? You're looking at Dalvin Cook now? Um, Didn't think you'd be there? No, I'm actually not looking at Cook. I'm I'm somewhat looking at Taylor. Because my original thought process was I'm thinking of all the big, their big running backs, CMC, mm-hmm. Lee Cook, Kamara, uh, Derrick Henry. They've all been in the league for a few years now. Um, and I'd rather get somebody really young. I forgot about Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Uh, only been in there for a year, so you're gonna get a lot. You're gonna get more years out of him, ideally, out of the other ones. Yeah. Um, but really, my pick was gonna be Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I tend to strike early. You're getting the wider Pat Mahomes wide receiver. You're gonna have him for a very long yeah. time. He's gonna be highly productive. Um, the last, my last startup, I had the one on one, and I went with Hopkins. And I didn't, and that was one with Houston. I didn't regret that at all. Uh, I ended up winning back-to-back championships soon after that. So, you know, that worked out well. But then I'm also looking. It's like, well, Justin Jefferson's even younger. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have Mahomes. Um, Adams got the Rogers situation. I probably want to do that. But AJ Brown also young. But you know, Tannehill isn't Patrick Mahomes. Um, Metcalf popped in my head. Uh, Stefan Diggs popped in my head. So now I'm looking. I'm like, well, I could grab Jonathan Taylor here and maybe. Calf gets back to yeah. me or Diggs gets back to me, you know, um, even like Ridley, you know, the brand new situation there. Uh, Julio has gone. So uh, it, it, it's complicated matters. On the flip side, I could take Tyreek, lock down that wide receiver one, and then maybe like Antonio Gibson gets back to me. And I still got a young guy. So I think I'm going to stick with that strategy. I'm going to take Tyreek. We'll roll the dice to see what kind of running back gets back to me. It's definitely a gamble, but I've done this plenty of times before. So we're going to go ahead and lock him in. We'll see what gets back to you in your fun little position here. All running backs, Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin Cook, Kamara, you are on the clock. Yeah, it's interesting um, because I know you and I have mentioned just kind of overall we're not the you know, captain of the Derrick Henry fan club. But Derrick Henry sitting here at 1-8 is something that I don't think I can pass up. And I also, as much as I'm thinking about winning now as well as winning down the road, you also got to ask yourself how active is your you anticipating your league's going to be. Most people in a startup, you may not know everyone or know their fantasy preferences or what they would do in a dynasty league, but you got to think about just the value of each player too. Um, and you got a guy like Derrick Henry that, while he's you know not particularly young. Right, 26 for running back, but he's got a lot of wear and tear on the tires. He's definitely going to have an extremely high value that you know you kind of just think about if you draft him, it's almost like you're drafting, you know, a young running back and a first round pick or two. So, yeah, you, you have to just kind of think about the value of the player. And if I'm looking at what's on the board, you got all your quarterbacks, all your tight ends outside of Tyreek, you know, all of your wide receivers. I think Derrick Henry is just kind of the best overall value of a guy that's going to give me impact right away. I think, you know, he gives you a nice base to start as a contender. Uh, and then, you know, it also gives you the ability to trade him in, you know, during the season if you do want to get younger. You know, if you do come out, you know, get injuries elsewhere, he's the guy that you can get a haul for and, you know, look to get, you know, younger as well as draft picks. So, 
going to go with Derrick Henry here. We'll see if we strike balance or not. We'll see what receivers get back. But didn't anticipate, you know, a guy like Derrick Henry falling and, and, you know, a wide receiver going ahead of me to you. Definitely helped with you know, one of those kind of big seven guys getting there. So we're going to lock in Derrick Henry. After Henry, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Pat Mahomes, Cam Akers, Ezekiel Elliott, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, and DeAndre Swift. So a couple of big receivers off the board there. Your Pat Mahomes goes. And a couple more running backs. Um, now, Travis Kelsey's interesting. Obviously not particularly young, but if I want to lean in and be a you know a contender, that could be an interesting position to really lock down to the top guys at their positions. Um, you know, a pivot could be a Stephon Diggs, a DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley, CD Lamb. There's a lot of young receivers there that I think are interesting. Um, so it's probably Diggs if I do go receiver. And then running back, looking at J.K. Dobbins, Aaron Jones, Najee Harris, Tony Gibson, Clyde, quite a few there as well. Kind of want to see what it would look like to go with the early tight end. Like we said, Travis Kelsey is not particularly young, 31. Uh, but with Pat Mahomes, I think it's going to allow him to kind of age pretty gracefully as long as he remains with the team. And, you know, really the way that the board fell, I was planning on going with a young receiver, but Derek Henry was available there. You know, I was planning on probably going with a young running back here in the second round, but looking into it, you know, if you win the league in the first round, you're really paying for probably, you know, four or five seasons worth of, you know, of, of entry fees. Uh, and, and you get the title, which is ultimately what you're looking for. So looks like we're going to be putting together a little bit more of a contending team, at least to start here. We're going to go with Kelsey and not really have to worry about that position here, uh, you know, for the rest of the draft. So we're uh, going to go with Travis Kelsey and see what happens. After him goes Calvin Ridley, J.K. Dobbins, Stephon Diggs, Aaron Jones. And then back to you. Man, I wish Diggs would have got to yeah. that. I would have lost my mind. Um but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how things play out on your end. Tight end is not something that we've done early all that often in any dynasty league. I don't think. No. 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 Usually we didn't get like a, a young guy at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So taking a look here at the availability, uh, I'm just going to focus on running backs and wide receivers. I mean, we've got all of our quarterbacks outside of Mahomes. We've got all of our tight ends outside of Kelsey, so I'm not going to run those down. But we got Najee here, Antonio Gibson, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, uh, Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of good options there. Uh, wide receiver, plenty of good options. DeAndre Hopkins, CeeDee Lamb, Terry McLaurin, Michael Thomas, uh, Chase, Godwin, Allen Robinson, the list goes on. Uh, it would be really tempting to pair Tyreek Hill with DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be something else. But I, I think I am going to go running back. I might go back to back running back here. But I'm going to grab the guy that I had mentioned earlier, and I'm going to grab Antonio Gibson. Uh, I think he's got uh, – I don't want to say he's got the highest upside out of all of these because I think Clyde's got better upside given the team he's mm-hmm. on. I don't want to start my draft with two Chiefs, um, especially one of which that underperformed. I still believe in Clyde, yeah. but, you know, just going to – I view Gibson as a safer option. I like Gibson a lot this year. So I'm going to lock in Gibson, and then we're going to see – ideally, I can grab another running back. We'll see what gets to me. Kittle goes off the board. There goes Najee Harris and Mixon at the turn. That team, team one there, Barkley, Najee, Joe Mixon. 
That is a uh, they can add some good wide receivers here in the next few rounds. That's a really good. Team. Yeah, and you got a lot of value there just because of the premium at the position. If you do need to make trades. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, if one of them pops off, you know, or if, I guess if Najee pops off early, you know, and you're worried about Barkley's injury history, you can flip him and get a haul or, you know, whatever you want to do there. But I still got Clyde uh, available to me. I got Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, uh, David Montgomery. We still got most of the same wide receivers on the board. I'm going to go ahead and grab another running back because I'm confident, you know, even going further down the list at wide receiver. You know, uh, Amari Cooper, uh, Kenny Galladay, Julio, I'd be fine with the Julio. You know, there's fine wide receiver two options here uh, where I know, you know, running back, you start getting further down there and you're in the AJ Dillons and the Mostert's mm-hmm. and stuff. So I want to be careful there. And I think the guy I want is going to be Austin Eckler. Uh, not super young anymore um but not old either uh kind of in that mid-tier but attached to a nice young uh quarterback with an offense that you know should be ascending so i'm confident with him and gibson both of them can uh catch passes as well uh which gives me a lot of upside with the both of them so we're gonna lock him in there and then we'll see what gets back to me i think i can be pretty flexible with my next pick deandre hopkins finally goes there to three four uh, there goes Clyde, Kyler Murray, second quarterback off the board at the 3-6, and then Josh Jacobs at the 3-7 right before you. Yeah, interesting. I think, you know, most people probably would say Allen is your your second quarterback. Um, so interesting to see Kyler go ahead of him there. Um, so taking a look at what we got, uh, all the quarterbacks outside of Mahomes and Murray, all the tight ends outside of Kelsey and Hiddle. Um, now wide receiver, we're looking at, Terry McLaurin, Michael Thomas, Jamar Chase, Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson, DJ Moore, Keenan Allen. So a pretty good and pretty interesting and diverse pack, right? You got a rookie in there. You got a veteran in Michael Thomas that people are uncertain on with the quarterback change and then some, you know, good young receivers. So that could be, you know, the move here. I may double up on a receiver because I'm not in love with all the running backs. Miles Sanders is interesting to pair with Henry, but I'm a little uncertain as to kind of the window there. We'll see what the Eagles do. We'll see if he ends up resigning or not. Um, so I think I'm going to aim here to double up on receiver. There's still some interesting running backs that you know I may look to grab in the next round. But if I'm looking at receiver, you've got a Terry McLaurin, you've got a Michael Thomas, which is is definitely um, interesting. It's tough to pass on him in the third round. 28 years old, but. He still is, you know, only like five years in the league, six years in the league now. So it's crazy to think that of him as like an old player. Um, but the quarterback uncertainty is scary. But you got guys like, you know, Terry McLaurin, Jamar Chase. They have uh, young quarterbacks. Or I'm sorry, Jamar Chase, young quarterback, Terry McLaurin. Uh, uncertainty at the quarterback position as well. But it seems like people are a little more confident in Terry than Michael Thomas. So... Interesting there. You got Chris Godwin, uncertainty there, Allen Robinson. Actually, the more I think about it, the more I do think that I'm, I may actually go with Miles Sanders because as I look at the rest of the running backs, you got David Montgomery, ETN, Chris Carson, Kareem Hunt, Williams. The running back position is either younger or older after that. So looking at just kind of the value and, and what's left behind that, I think I actually may lock in another running back here in Miles Sanders. 
and then just kind of take one of those receivers that'll be back available to me here at the fifth pick of the fourth round. So I'm going to pivot here on the board, just kind of looking what's available. And we're going to go Miles Sanders, pair him with Derrick Henry and Kelsey. After that, Josh Allen, Michael Thomas, Terry McLaurin, Darren Waller, Travis Etienne, Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, and David Montgomery. So you're running back, you're looking at Chris Carson, Javonta Williams, Kareem Hunt, James Robinson, wide receivers. You still got a Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson, DJ Moore, Keenan Allen, Mike Thomas, or Michael Evans. Some really good wide receivers there. It's tough to decide really what I want to do with that. I'm looking at being more of a competing team. Um, so I'm trying to really think where I would put, where I'd rank these guys when it comes to redraft. And there's a lot of really uncertainty with Allen Robinson. I think he may be one of the best of the bunch there, but what do you really have in him this year with possibly a rookie quarterback or Andy Dalton? DJ Moore, new quarterback, his other receiver, has a little more familiarity with his new quarterback in Darnold. So at this point, I think I'm looking at Godwin or Keenan Allen as the guys give me a little more consistency to start the receiver position and then can kind of maybe take some shots on guys <clears throat> after that. But, you know, having the consistency of Henry and Travis Kelsey and, and hopefully a consistency in Miles Sanders this year. I think I'm going to go with Chris Godwin, just, you know, a little bit younger. There's sure uncertainty at the quarterback position, unlike Keenan Allen, uh, but you're getting a five-year younger player. So at some point, you do have to you know, look to some youth. While Sanders only 24, Chris Godwin only 25. So really evens out the age there. Uh, and as a guy that, you know, if all things, you know, don't go well in this year, I'm thinking, you know, Chris Godwin's, you know, want to be one of the pillars of the team. And you can trade a Derrick Henry for a young player in picks. You can trade Kelsey for a younger player in a pick or two, probably. So you can really rebuild a team easily with having those two big pieces to move if needed. But if your team ends up playing well, you have, you know, a, a couple of very good players here for the next year, maybe a few years. So we're going to go with Godwin as the first receiver. After him, Justin Herbert, Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, one of our favorite players right before you. Yeah, that puts me in a, a pretty interesting spot here. Yeah. So some of the running backs, we got Chris Carson, Javante Williams, uh, Kareem Hutt, James Robinson, Miles Gaskin, Rojo. Uh, at the wide receiver position, Keaton Allen that you mentioned, Mike Evans, uh, Brandon Ayuk's up here, T. Higgins, Kenny Galladay, uh, Devonta Smith, Cooper Cobb, Julio. So some real solid options here on, on both sides. We could look uh, to uh, rebuild our, our receiving core. I could, uh, and uh, yeah, and grab Keenan Allen. Mike I, Evans I there I too. Probably, <laughs> I, yeah, I know for real. Um, I don't I Mike Evans in three different spots. Um, I, I don't think I want to pair Keenan and Eckler. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but I, there's plenty of other options where I could just diversify it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because you know, yeah, everyone looks at Herbert and says, you know, next big thing, blah blah. blah. They, they said the same thing about Baker after his first year, and, and that did not go well. So, you know, I'm not just going to pencil Herbert in as being, you know, an all star, um, and, and that could hurt everybody. But we got Chris Carson here. You know, not a long shelf life, but a starting running back for at least one year, maybe two. Um, Javante Williams, another interesting running back, probably fifty fifty split this year, but then you know, really taking over next year. You know, Cream Hunt 
it's going to be a good three for my team. I don't know about James Robinson. You know, Gaskin's got a, a year in him. Um, and you start getting into the younger guys. Uh, from a wide receiver perspective, you know, Keenan's good. I would love Keenan here, but I really just don't want to pair him with Eckler. Mike Evans, awesome option. Um, Julio's further down the list, and I wouldn't mind adding Julio. I, I think he's still fine, and he'd be the wide receiver too for my team. Mm-hmm. So that would be uh, – pretty attractive so i think what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna go ahead and i'm I'm pretty confident with gibson and eckler i think i'm gonna get a little bit more youth and grab javante williams here uh again i really like chris carson i wouldn't mind adding him but with gibson and eckler i feel like you know i only have to start two running backs i could get away with you know playing javante williams when i need to you know depending on what his workload ends up being and if he starts taking over in the, in the back half of the year. So I'm comfortable rolling the dice there. So we're going to lock him in. Mike Evans and Keenan Allen go right after me there. Uh, there's Lamar Jackson, the 501, T Higgins at the 52, and now I am here and I'm going to go ahead and grab Julio now. Uh, I think he's still got plenty left in the tank. Um, he you can't double cover the man. You know, he's got AJ Brown there that should open some things up for him. Tannehill is pretty good with the deep ball, and I'm really happy with him. It was my two. So, you know, thinking long term, at some point, I'm going to need an exit strategy. Mm-hmm. I ideally, you know, if he blows up this year, if I, you know, for whatever reason, this team's not in contention, I could sell him to a contender. You know, maybe I, you know, I use him for a year or another year and a half, and then I move on to him from something. So there's an exit plan that, that needs to be executed on there, ideally, but I'll worry about that later. So we're going to lock in Julio. Mark Andrews, there we go, at the 5-4. Another tight end off the board. Devontae Smith, the 5-5. Chris Carson, the 5-6. And then Ayuk at the 5-7. You were up. Yeah, so a couple of interesting guys there. Smith was interesting. I liked the Julio pick. Um, I was looking to possibly go with a a young receiver here and then see if Julio got back to me in the sixth round. You know, I think kind of pairing him with a young receiver that you don't need to use this year but could possibly replace him in a year or two as your wide receiver two is a good strategy there and with julio whether you have him or whether you're drafting him i think at this point you you don't want to move him until during the season that's probably going to really be the only time you're going to get anything close to the value that you're hoping for for julio when a team really kind of sees the championship in their sights and they're you know one big player away and i do think he is going to be Somewhere in that probably wide receiver two range, just because of the volume on the team. I see him somewhere probably between 15 and 20, 21, right? Because you don't know how the how it's going to break down between him and A.J. Brown. You imagine A.J. still the number one, but it could be a pretty even split. There's just probably not going to be a ton of volume there. So I don't know. But with him, I think you, you hope he gets out to a good start. And if you want to move him, I think you probably wait till the season. That's where you're going to get your most value. Yeah, I agree. Now, if we're looking what what's on the board here, running backs, Kareem Hunt, James Robinson, Miles Gaskin, Ronald Jones, Chase Edmonds, Michael Carter, Trey Sermons. There's not a ton there yet. Raheem Mostert's not bad, a little further down. Uh, a little, probably a little shorter shelf life. Mike Davis, Fournette. Uh, I do typically like to build up receivers, and I'm going to take a look at that next, but Kareem Hunt still being there is Really good value, I think. Something that, you know, getting a third running back that is going to be usable at the very least in the flex position, but as something that, you know, I can plug in if needed. If I do end up moving Derrick Henry, you know, I feel okay with Miles Sanders, Hunt, and 
you know, probably a, a younger running back that you get back for Henry plus. So Hunt seems like probably the play here. And then looking at receiver on the on the way back. You got Kenny Galladay, who I don't love the team and the setup, but I do like the player. And he is 27, but I think there's going to be volume. You don't pay him the amount of money he got paid to not give him that volume. You got Cooper Cup, Jerry Judy, Jim Waddle, uh, Deontay Johnson, Claypool, Chark, Lockett. So there's still a good bit of guys. You got your Robert Woods and Sutton a little later that you can plug in. So I think there are wide receiver twos that you're going to be able to get later. Not later in the draft, but in the next you know two, three rounds that if you did end up getting a young receiver, you can pair with him. So we're going to gamble on the receiver position and then lock in my third running back here in Kareem Hunt with a team, once again, that you know kind of is going to have a little more of an eye on this year contending. And another guy that I think is going to have hold his value, at least for this year, if not the year after, and a guy that you can look to move on from if you really want to. TJ Hawkinson goes after that. Dak Prescott. James Robinson, Cooper Cup, Galladay, Claypool, Deontay Johnson, and Jerry Judy. A couple of the receivers I was looking at there, which is interesting. Galladay, Deontay Johnson, and Judy were, were guys I was thinking about. Jalen Waddle, top guy here on the ADP board. If I wanted to go young, uh, being a little more of a contender, I'd probably look at more of a guy that can help me in the now. Quarterbacks, you got Russell Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, Jalen Hurts, Deshaun Watson, Fields. You got a lot of guys left there. Kadenz, Gasicki, Goddard, Henry, Irv Smith. So at my spot here, I'm really just looking at running backs and receivers. Mm-hmm. Waddles is definitely an option because I think there's value there, especially if he pops early. You might be able to get, you know, pair him with something to upgrade to one of the receivers that are off the board already here. But um dj chark i don't know what to make of dj chark this year what what are your thoughts on dj this year as well as going forward i feel pretty good about chark i liked him a lot last year um urban meyer has apparently told him to bulk up um you know and add some muscle he wants him to be more like the michael thomas mold um which would be awesome Mm -hmm. obviously um i i still think the chat talent is there and I like the fact that he's tied with Trevor Lawrence. So if it was my decision and I'm looking down these guys, I would take him over Waddle. I would take him over Lockett. I'd take him over Thielen. Take him over Juju. I would take him over everyone here. With the exception of maybe Cortland Sutton. Yeah, Sutton. But I'd probably take him over Sutton because he's got a quarterback and Sutton doesn't. Yeah. But I do like Sutton and I kind of want him to get to me. So maybe yeah. you take DJ Char. <laughs> yeah, Sutton and Woods were guys that were interesting. Your Debo. So the, like, there's definitely guys I think that I'm okay with as my wide receiver two a little bit later that I might be able to get next round, which kind of lends me to possibly look to Waddle. It is a, a divergent from this team that I'm building. It's ready to win now. Although I do think Waddle could step in and, and have some value. He's definitely not going to have the volume of a Smith um, and, and probably even a Chase. Having Parker there, having Will Fuller there. Um, is there anybody else outside of Preston? No, Fuller, Parker, or well, Gasicki. Gasicki, yeah. Um, not the position, but he's catching passes. Yeah, right? and you so also don't know other how much how much passing is going to be there now. In all, like you know, you know, in Dynasty here. I mean, Waddle outside of maybe Parker is probably the guy that 
even this year, if not the year after, is the guy that I think is going to be the, the most valuable, you know, receiving option on the team. Probably the most valuable skill player. You could argue Parker here in the slightly more short term, but Fuller, I'm not sold on him there. I think it is going to be Waddle. So for me, I am debating between him and Chark. It's just rookie quarterback is a little scary, but you know we've seen rookie quarterbacks come in, and if they are good, like Herbert, really can support a good wide receiver. And Keenan Allen, you got your Burrow. I don't know where T. Higgins finished last year, Boyd, but they were at least decent. So it's it's tough. I think I probably go with DJ Chark just because of the way this team's looking. I, you know, we'll probably be second guessing passing on a young guy like Waddle for a while, but I think I need a little bit more upside, having some stability at running back and some stability at Godwin with Godwin. Um, so this year, we're going to go with DJ Chark and see what happens after that. We got Ronald Jones off the board, Miles Gaskin, Juju Smith-Schuster, Jalen Waddle. To you, either you're, what you were looking for, I believe, did occur. It did. I am, ah, boy, I am in a tough spot here, I think. Um, I don't want a quarterback. Uh, the, the the running back is drying up, right? Like you yeah. have Chase Edmonds, Michael Carter, Trey Sermon, uh, Melvin Gordon, AJ Dillon, Mostert, Zach Moss, Mike Davis. Like there's some some fine options there. You know, a lot of them. You know, Chase is up in the air. Carter, Sermon. Uh, you know, more probably longer term plays. Carter yeah. might maybe this year. Sermon if there's an injury. AJ Dillon's a longer term play. Mostert's a one-year guy. Gordon's a one-year guy. Moss, we don't know. Mike Davis is a one-year guy. So, like, it's drying up. Yeah, for context, Um, only six of the 12 teams in the draft have three running backs or more. There are every every, – six teams have two or less running backs on the roster already. Uh, And, you know, given what's available, it definitely seems like it's probably going to dry up quicker and quicker, too. Yeah, and the team right after me, Team 2, is only got McCaffrey, so he could go running back, running back, and just – really dry yeah. out before it gets back to one team concerns. team so, 10 doesn't have any running backs here through six rounds yeah so that's tough um wide receivers like i said i like sutton um if i if i i like debo too um i like Lockett. you know i like the other guys there but debo and, and sutton are both young uh i like the talent in both of them i wouldn't mind adding both of them uh, so that's top of mind. I'm also looking at tight end position. And boy, if you think wide receiver is drying up, tight end is like gold. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no offense there. It's fine. Gasicki, fine. Goddard is probably the one that interests me the most. Uh, once you get after that, you know, Hunter Henry or Smith, Tanya, and like you're just not in a very good tier, right? So it's kind of worrisome. Um, and I don't think Goddard would get back to me looking at ADP. Uh, uh, yeah, probably not. It's a chance, but probably not. So I'm in a tough spot because I got a bunch of guys I want. I'm not going to get. So we'll go ahead and we'll throw caution to the wind at the tight end position. And I'm going to get my running back first because I'm scared of this team after me. And then we'll try to get Sutton on my next pick. So from the running backs here, I don't even know which one I really want. Like, I'd rather have Sermon, probably Sermon, for, like, the long-term value. Uh, but I already got a longer-term guy in Javante Williams. Not longer-term, but not going to be super valuable mm-hmm. this year. And I feel like I should be pairing him with Mike Davis. Uh, it's a bit of a reach. 
but it seems like the best move for the team. So I'm going to go ahead and lock in Mike Davis there as my kind of one-year hold. This guy did not draft a running back. Wow. wow. This dude. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Um, then Noah Fant. Robert Woods is the top of the seventh. And Tyler Lockett. So this dude's got McCaffrey. Only McCaffrey. Um, yes, yeah, so maybe he thinks wow. he can break okay. McCaffrey into two or three running backs. Yeah, and he could if he wanted to. So yeah, it's interesting. I'm going to go ahead and just grab Sutton. I've, I've talked enough. Yeah. I don't need to talk anymore. Um, little mini quarterback run. Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow go back to back. Adam Thielen and then Bateman goes off the board. Yeah, interesting. couple of quarterbacks going. I think at this point only one, two, three. So only one other team outside of you and I don't have a quarterback left. Um, now, you, you don't know that teams aren't going to take a second quarterback in a dynasty league, let alone in a mock draft. But you still have some good value, I think, on the board. Aaron Rodgers is still there, you know. So I get people a little scared of that, but he is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Jalen Hurts, I think, is going to be a very good value this year, at least, if not the next couple of years. Who knows about Watson? But you got Justin Fields and Trey Lance. You got Matt Stafford, Tua, Tannehill, Baker, Wilson. So there's decent quarterbacks. Matt Ryan, Brady, decent quarterbacks. I think that you can you know, kind of plug in and hold and build a good team around and, and maybe look for a young quarterback down the road, kind of like we've done in the past. So at this point, I will wait at least another round here, given that only one guy behind me doesn't have a quarterback, probably, you know, wait beyond my this pick and my next pick. So we've got Michael Carter, you got Trey Sermon, Melvin Gordon, AJ Dillon, Raheem Mostert. Yeah, so Raheem Mostert's interesting, I think. I look at the receiver position here. I'll see what's available there. Um, but is this a league? If, if this was going to be an actual league that would be starting only three running backs or could you start four running backs feasibly in this? It would be our normal work. league, So you can only do three. Gotcha. Um, yeah. I still think the value is probably there just given what's available. You got young guys like Carter and, and Sermon. Um, so they could be options as well. But I think, We'll look to see what's available at receiver here, uh, and then maybe kind of swing back at that. Um, so receiver, you've got Odell Beckham. This is an interesting upside play, especially for this team. You've got Debo Samuel. We'll see about what the volume looks like there. LaVisca, Pittman, Boyd. Um, so not really in love with those either, but I think of those, Debo probably sticks out the most. Um, Odell probably has, you know, maybe the most untapped value right now. Value's pretty far down, but if he comes out and looks like the Odell of the past, it gives me, you know, a ton of pop for the team. And here in the seventh round, I think that is possibly what we're looking for, as well as some trade value. So I think actually I'm talking myself into Odell. I'm not a huge fan of him just in general right now. Yeah, this is surprising. But him being there. Yeah, I think it's just the way the team is built. I've got a lot of stability pretty much across the board there outside of like Chark and maybe Miles. So having him as the third receiver and, and just so much stability there, it's it's a lot of pop. And I think just him being here at this stage of the game, I mean, he's been in the league for a while, but he's still only 28. I feel like, you know, we're treating him like he's well over 30. Um, but I think, you know, obviously we'll see where the value is there. I mean, for me, it's it's him or Debo, and, and I think he still is the clear-cut number one passing option in the, in the, on the team. 
one healthy, obviously. With Debo, you're looking at Kittle still the one, and then if there's still that debate between Ayuk and, and Debo, and we see that with Ayuk going two rounds earlier. Not really in love with any of the other guys, so I mean it's Odell or you know grab a Mostert, but I think I could get Odell here and then maybe take a younger running back or even a younger receiver in the next round just to get some more youth on the team. So we're gonna go with an upside shot and Odell Beckham here, get some pop on on the team, and you know if he's healthy, this team could be a major contender this year the way it's being constructed. So we'll go Odell after him, Pittman, Michael Carter, Lavisca Chenault. Chase Edmonds, Trey Sermon, Debo Samuel, Melvin Gordon, and AJ Dillon. So interesting. I still have most of it on the board. <laughs> Tough to pass them up, just the way this team's being built. Going to be like all in now. Uh, but I do think there are guys that have value, you know, if your team ends up busting out to be able to trade this year. So most of it probably would be the pick here if I go running back because I'm not really a fan of much else. And, you know, interesting, you see Trey Sermon go before him, hasn't even played it down yet. I get that he's a lot younger, only 22, while most are 29. But, I, you know, I do think there's room for multiple backs in this offense. So I think both of them could succeed. So most of it would be the pick here if I do go with that. Other than him, Tyler Boyd, Curtis Samuel, Fuller, Robbie Anderson... Um, so there's some interesting guys there, and there's some younger guys that I can get a little later as well. I think most are the pick here, you know, just kind of the value of the position and, and the guys that are there. So going to go Mostert, get my fourth running back in um, after him, Kasiki, Goddard, Tyler oh, Boyd, no. Fournette. It seems like you were going to strike at tight end here, but that does not, not work out for you. No, what did it? <laughs> well... That sucks. Um, man, that puts me in a pretty tough spot. Mm-hmm. At tight end, doesn't it? Um, wow. Okay. So uh, let's see here. Run down the team real quick. We got Tyreek Hill, Julio Jones, Cortland Sutton, uh, Antonio Gibson, Eckler, Javante Williams, and Mike Davis. Uh, I am going to go ahead and add another wide receiver here. Um, got some pretty interesting options. Curtis Samuel. I like Curtis Samuel. Um, I can get behind Will Fuller for a year. That's fine. Um, Robbie Anderson. Robbie. <laughs> Robbie interesting. <laughs> Robbie Anderson is interesting. Uh, I don't care about Corey Davis. Right now, Moore's a little high. Jarvis Landry is fine. Um, but we're starting to dip down a little bit into some of the guys you're taking shots on. And in the meantime, I do like Robbie Anderson a lot. So I'm going to go ahead and add him in here uh actually gonna perfectly balance my team four and four that's pretty nice so we're gonna go ahead and add him uh and then what i'm seeing here will we got 20 minutes left in the pod so i guess we could try to speed it up a little bit and see how many picks we can burn through here works um i'm going to possibly surprise you and just draft trey lance oh getting the quarterback um you start a little run upside quarterback I know there's a definitely a bit of a run that just kicked off. You know, maybe I can add a uh, a Tom Brady or a Matt Ryan later yeah. to, to just to hold me over. That'd be the game plan there. Um, but the run, like we said, well, I, I didn't even read off everybody else. So after I picked Robbie Anderson, went Zach Moss and Curtis Samuel. I round out the eighth round to start to ninth was Corey Davis, Connor, my pick of Lance, and then Rogers went Jalen Hurts, Rondell Moore, and Deshaun Watson. 
Yeah, and it's interesting. I'm looking at the guys at running back and, and receiver, and I'm not like overly thrilled about any of them. So I think I'm probably going to strike at quarterback here as well. And it's interesting. I, I you know, I have Fields, Tua, you know, Zach Wilson as the young guys available. Still have Matt Stafford, Tannehill, Brady, and Ryan. Uh, so what I may do here is look to get. Fields is probably, you know, I think he's probably my QB2 of the class, but he's right there with Trey Lance, who you just took. And then hope that maybe like a Matt Stafford or Tannehill gets back to me and just kind of double up on those, get my quarterback position taken care of, and then can really just kind of build the rest of my team around that. So the way that the board falls, I think kind of the tier has fully fallen off outside of, you know, getting some rookie receivers like Terrence Marshall, Elijah Moore is interesting as someone possibly in the next round. But uh, I think we're going to go here and and take Justin Fields, get the quarterback of the future out of the way. And then I uh, wouldn't mind going, like you said, with like a Brady or an older guy a little later. There goes Stafford. So that doesn't pan out there, but I kind of was, as I looked down, seeing Elijah Moore, a guy that you and I, you and I are both high on, given that they've got an Odell, an older-ish guy. You know, Chark isn't particularly old at 24, but, you know, want to maybe get some more youth at the receiver position, and I think he could break out here. So I'm going to go with Elijah Moore getting my fourth receiver, so I get some balance here with the four receivers, four running backs, my tight end, and my young quarterback. Still likely need to go with one of the older guys going to strike here at Elijah Moore to get a nice young rookie receiver to pair with this team. Uh, after him, Cooks, Hunter Henry, Logan Thomas, Tan, and Robert Tunyon. So another tight end run. I'd say at this point, I'm assuming you're you're just like punting completely or I don't know what, what your plan of attack is here for quarterback or for tight end. Yeah. I don't know what my plan of attack yeah. is here. <laughs> I was probably going to draft Hunter Henry, which is amazing because I was like, okay, I got to convince myself to do yeah. this. I don't want to do it, but I should be doing it. Um, and that's gone. So, uh, Friar Muth, Evan Ingram, Janu, uh, Cole Komet, uh, Todd Higby, Adam Troutman, Austin Hooper. These are some of the guys available. Blake Jarwin. Um, so, I think the overall strategy right now would be uh, – it's a shame because I want like – a few people. I want like two people in this tier. Like if I could get uh, Ingram and Cole Komet and tag team them with a Jared Cook or, you know, Komet and Troutman and pair with a Jared Cook. I'd like to do that. I don't want to burn that much draft capital pulling it off. That's kind of my issue. But I, I need to draft one of them and I'm going to draft. I think I'm going to surprise myself. I'm going to draft Cole Komet. He's got like the fewest, comp- he's got the least amount of competition. Uh, on the team as far as receptions goes. Um, and that's what I'm going to use to justify that. Firemuth went off right after me. And then Tua, Michael Gallup started the 11th. Singletary uh, went right after that. So back on the clock, we got Gainwell, Tony Pollard, David Johnson, the starter, uh, Naeem Hines, Chuba, Matson, Phil Lindsay, Gus Edwards. At the wide receiver position, we got Jalen Rieger, uh, St. Brown, Henry Ruggs, Kadarius Tony, Devontae Parker, Daryl Mooney, Mike Williams. Um, so some interesting options there at the or the wide receiver position. Um, running back's not too bad. Kind of Gainwell's kind of interesting. Uh, 
but I do want to grab one more wide receiver here, and I think I'm going to grab a young upside shot on Henry Ruggs here. I feel like I could do it. I got a lot of uh, talent at the wide receiver position I'm not super worried about, so I'll roll the dice on Henry Ruggs. St. Brown went after me. Uh, Tony went Zach Wilson there at the 11-6. Rager at the 11-7. You're on the clock. Yeah, once again, still not many running backs. Naeem Hines, interesting, available. Top of the board, Kenny Gainwell, Pollard, David Johnson, Chuba, Madison, Philip Lindsay, Gus Edwards is a guy I like as well. But there's just not a ton there, so I'm kind of happy I've got four locked in and maybe take some dart throws a little later. Looking at the wide receiver position, um, possibly the quarterback position. Uh, if we're looking at tight end, you got Evan Ingram, Johnny Smith, Tyler Higby, and Troutman, Hooper, Gronk. So some interesting guys, Zekertz. Um, nothing terribly like young that I, you know, be looking at as well to kind of get behind Kelsey. But I think he's got a few more years left, so I think I'd be able to make something happen at this point. Um, so probably looking here once again at the wide receiver position. And if you could have Devontae Parker there, which is an interesting one, still available. Darnell, Darnell Mooney, who I'd like, and I think would be a decent pair with Justin Fields. Uh, you got Mike Williams, Denzel Mims, Hardman, Gabriel Davis. So some interesting options here. If I'm looking at it, it's really Parker, Mooney, or Mims. It's, do I want to go younger? Um, or do I want to get a guy that I think could, you know, really put up some numbers right now? And, you know, given that I've, you know, I've got, Godwin, but really not a ton of, you know, super stable receivers. I think Parker's going to be the play here. You know, Godwin and Chark, I'm pretty confident in. Odell, of hoping, is going to be able to put something together. But, you know, if worst case scenario, Odell, you know, bottoms out or gets hurt again and uh, Moore isn't ready to play right away, Parker wouldn't be a bad third receiver here. So I'm going to get him as my fifth receiver. And then next round, you know, looking probably at possibly another receiver, see what running backs are there, or maybe lock in that next quarterback uh, for, you know, for you know, a little more stability for this year. So we go Parker, Baker Mayfield, Tony Pollard, Kenny Gainwell, Name Hines, Daryl Mooney, uh, David Johnson, and Mike Williams. So a couple of guys go there. Denzel Mims is pretty uh, would be someone I'd like already having EJ or Emmanuel Moore, man, Emmanuel Moore, man, I can't get it. Elijah Moore took him in a couple rookie drafts too. And I can't remember his name. Um, so after him, we are going to go probably look at that quarterback position. As I mentioned, a couple of pretty solid guys. You got Tannehill, uh, you got Brady, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz. At this stage, I probably am going to go Tannehill. Pair him with the Justin Fields. I think Penn Hill's got the perfect kind of, you know, one or two year window while I hopefully need for Fields to kind of become an elite quarterback. So we're going to lock in Ryan Tannehill here after him, Alexander Madison, Chuba Hubbard, Johnny Smith, Philip Lindsay. Back to you. So what I'm going to do is strike at the quarterback position. Um, Tom Brady's the one I want. I am concerned. You know, he could retire at the end of the year, but you've had these concerns for five years now. Um, and even if he does, you know, I'm pretty confident with Trey Lance sitting there uh, and that he'll be ready for next year. So I'm going to go ahead and lock in Tom Brady here. Gus Edwards goes. I was considering Edwards. Uh, Hardman, Higby, and Wentz goes off the board. I think this is where I'm going to go ahead and just grab another tight end. 
And I think I am going to end up going with, I might reach for Blake Jarwin a little bit. I, I don't want to pair Komet and Troutman because they, they're in similar situations to me where Jarwin I trust a little bit more, which is weird because we haven't really seen it, but we saw it out of Dalton Schultz and I'd imagine Jarwin would have done better. So I'm going to go ahead and grab Jarwin here. And I don't know. Yeah, we'll probably we'll, we'll let you make your two picks. I'll make one last pick in the 14th and then we'll run down our teams real quick. So I'll have one more pick and I'm, I'm pretty cool with, you know, whatever gets to me. We'll see. We're kind of, you know, we're getting pretty late here. Yeah. So Denzel Mims goes McKissick, uh, Amari Rogers, and Christian Kirk. All right. It's back to me here. This point got the quarterbacks. I mean, there's probably, he's got Matt Ryan left. So if you really wanted to get a stranglehold in the position, Matt Ryan, you know, might not be bad <clears throat> to pair with Tannehill and Fields, but I think you really want to, I think you really want to, you know, get more skill positions here. So, um, so we've got uh, the skill positions, Daryl Henderson, which is actually pretty interesting. I think that he is going to get some work uh, as the RB2 there. Cohen coming off the injury. Jamal Williams was a guy that I like this year. Um, but if I want to get some youth, Henderson probably makes the most sense. Although it is pretty interesting. Jamal Williams is only 26. Can you believe that? It feels like he's been around a while, uh, I guess, because he's had a lot of valuable games yeah. per se over the years. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's something else. Yeah. So, I mean, running backs, Henderson and Williams uh, make sense. And at that point, you know, if there's nothing else, maybe Matt Ryan. But with those two on the board, that kind of rules Matt Ryan out for me. Gabe Davis is an interesting receiver. I'm already at five receivers, only four running backs. I probably want to strike some balance there. Um, but Gabe Davis, interesting. Marvin Jones, I've already got uh, DJ Chark, but Marvin Jones and Nelson Aguilar there. So some interesting guys. Brian Edwards is, is a guy that at this point I would love to get as kind of a, a stash guy uh, with the five receivers I have. Uh, and at tight end, you know, I would probably give Adam Troutman a look uh, as my second tight end, really a developmental guy, and, you know, pick up a Gronk or Ertz or Cook, someone super, you know, super late as my actual backup. But really going to look here to strike it running back and then have the flexibility to go either receiver or tight end in the next round. And for me, it's going to be Daryl Henderson. It is a younger player. I think he's going to have more value on the trade market. You know, you got him. I've already got Henry, Miles Sanders, Cream Hunt, and Mostert. So I've got, you know, four guys that I'm pretty confident, you know, barring injury, will be on the field, will be playing, you know, a good bit for their teams. Uh, and, and, you know, we'll see about Philly, but all three of the other ones are very run heavy. And it seems like LA is going to be run heavy too. So even having a couple RB twos, confident they're going to get some some work so get some depth there with daryl henderson after him goes troutman as i kind of assumed will go matt ryan Drake cohen marvin jones i'm sorry that's map jones gabe davis austin hooper jamal williams and todd Gurley. williams would have been interesting if he was still there you know like we said you can never have too many running backs and you know i'm only at five right now so i'd still be looking to get a few more but with him off the board, looking at receiver, and I'm going to go with a guy that I think you and I are both high on. Didn't have a great start to his career last year, but you know, receiver position isn't 
the easiest to kind of get on the field and produce day one, like we saw with, you know, guy like Justin Jefferson, Terry McLaurin coming out and killing it. So that's going to be Brian Edwards getting another young receiver, a guy that I probably expect, you know, to maybe make some strides, but he's my sixth receiver on the team. So it would, you know, just be a little extra, which is nice. So we'll go Brian Edwards after him, Bronk, Antonio Brown, Keyshawn Vaughn, Diami Brown, and then you're on the clock. Well, I had, uh, I had a guy lined up, but I didn't expect uh, Ramonde Stevenson to get to me. It seems like a pretty good value in the 14th round, um, potentially a starting running back. But uh, the guy I wanted Russ, was Russell Gage. Mm-hmm. Uh, given the Julio news, you know, we saw Gage yeah. have you know value w- with Julio there. You know, he could ha- he could really step into that role. But I'm not going to pass up a running back, and I'm sure Julio would have got to my next pick anyway. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and just lock in uh, Ramonde there and. We will stop it there. So, Will, you want to go ahead and uh, give a quick rundown of your team? Let us know what you think. Sure, about. yeah. So, at quarterback, I've got uh, Fields and Tannehill, probably Tannehill and Fields, if we're looking at just kind of starting positions this year. Running back, Derrick Henry, Miles Sanders, Kareem Hunt, Rain Boster, and Daryl Henderson. And then receiver, Chris Godwin, DJ Chark, Odell Beckham, Elijah Moore. Devontae Parker and Brian Edwards, and then Travis Kelsey at tight end. I'm actually really happy with this team. You know, I feel like I usually do try to go with a, a huge emphasis on youth. Um, so this is the first time, you know, I've really done one where it's just kind of take what's there, you know, you look maybe even to compete this year. And I think this team is ready to win now, but I've also got some young pieces in a Miles, you know, in a Godwin. Chark's not that old. I mean, Grim Hunt's only 25, so, you know, you, you got youth and fields and more, some rookies. I'm I'm pretty happy with the way this team's constructed to win now as well as, you know, contend down the road. Yes, yeah, so for my team here, we got Tom Brady and Trey Lance at quarterback. At running back, Gibson, Eckler, uh, Jonathan Williams, Mike Davis, uh, Ramonde Stevenson. At the wide receiver position, Tyreek, Julio, Cortland Sutton, Robbie Anderson, uh, and Ruggs. And then at tight end, Cole Komet and Blake Jarwin. Um, I'm with you. I like this team. Uh, I'm surprised that my running back core is as good as it is, considering I went Tyreek in the beginning. Um, you know, I really like how those first, you know, six picks probably paid out. Um, I, I worry a little about a little bit about the wide receiver core because Robbie, I don't think anyone fully trusts him yet. I know we really mm-hmm. like him. Um, and Cortland Sutton, we both like, but it's coming off the injury. So that kind of worries me a little bit. But wide receiver is a position you can fix a lot easier. Uh, my biggest concern is obviously tight end, but I mean, some, you know, there's only so many good tight ends, and, you know, someone's going to have these problems. So I'd be confident trying to add like a cook and then being able to stream a Jarwin, a Komet, a cook. You know, maybe I'll even draft somebody else a little bit later and, and add another dart throw. You know, that was our strategy before is just throw a bunch of darts and one of them's bound to hit, ideally. Just um, like Mark Andrews. So, yeah, Mark Andrews out of, you know, Ian Thomas and, and Herndon. And, you know, of course, we had Ertz holding yep, over. Yep. So um, that worked out well for us. And, and ideally, I'd hope to replicate it. But I'm with you. I like this team uh, a fair bit, too. I, I'm doubling back because I forgot to look at it. There are Christian McCaffrey team. Uh, ended up with McCaffrey, Zach Moss, James Conner, Singletary, and Gus Edwards. Uh, since we talked about that team the most, well, is that does that team interest you at all? Is that 
fun roster? Um, not particularly. I, I mean, I'm not. I, I, lo- I really like CD Lamb, Kittle, like Evans, but I'm not thrilled with you know, the running back depth at all. Obviously, CMC's interesting, but I'm actually looking at team team number ten over here. And and they didn't go running back until the seventh round. And I kind of like their running backs, you know, better. Obviously, CMC is hard to replicate, but with the rest of what he has, I mean, he's got Javante Adams, DK Metcalf, Michael Thomas, and and uh, Deontay Johnson as his top four receivers. You got Dak, you got Kyle Pitts, obviously, but then you know Melvin Gordon and Michael Carter. That'd be a team I think I'd be more interested in than that McCaffrey team. I think so as well. A uh, part of it's the tight end. Mm-hmm. Like I look and be like, okay, you 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 waited so long on another uh, running back. Let me see your wide receivers. It's like, okay, Mike Evans is nice. Lamb, you're hoping takes a step mm-hmm. off. Hey, Higgins just got nerfed to a degree. You know, Lockett's fine. So I'm looking at it like not in love with it. But then you got Kittle, mm-hmm. so it does offset. But I'm with you. I do like that uh, team ten. Yeah, team ten is pretty solid. Um, yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, that is going to uh, wrap up this episode. We'll be back next week uh, with just a regular mock, right? Well, yep. a, a redraft. Yeah, maybe good? we do like a 10-teamer, switch it up, get some different type of uh, league settings in there. Yeah, good idea. Cool. Well, until then, folks, trust your board.